0: It's Carcon Carne. Let's eat in the car. It's Carcon Carne. And now here's the star of our show. James Van Carcon Carne. Tonight, sponsored by Siren Records McHenry. Now offering curbside pickup and online ordering. Check out their new website at sirenrecordsmchenry.com. If you're in a band, if you own a label, if you want to get your product in a store, message Siren Records on social media or call the store. Siren Records McHenry, always looking to support local music, as am I. Carcon Carne, also sponsored tonight by C&H Financial Services. So in my description of tonight's show, I said, if you like your music bleak, and I do, Tim (laughs) Larson's your guy. Hi, Tim.
1: Uh, That's right. (laughs)
0: That's it. it. Well, okay, let, let me just frame this appropriately. I get a press release a couple of weeks ago saying, Tim Larson to release a pair of bleak folk singles from New Album. I love that the word bleak is a selling point. I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen that as a headline that is meant to draw people in.
1: Right, like, especially now, like, your <laughs> pandemic's going on, everyone's inside, things are very dark, and uh-huh. I like, guess, hey, guess what? Here's a, here's a- it's just going to get a
0: little darker. So you're releasing two songs at a time through September 18th. It's like this staggered release for this release, which will be called flickering headlights lead the way, which is also one of the two songs you just released. Uh, I'm going to play one of those songs Sunday night on my radio show demo 312 and listening to it. I mean, I'm not wrong to envision myself on a, Dirt road in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the night, with tumbleweeds rolling by. Am I? That's that's the scene I, I, I envision as I listen to that song.
1: I mean that that's pretty much how I wrote it too. Uh, driving in Texas, actually, in the middle of the night. <laughs> right. There it is. Yeah.
0: Well, you captured the vibe perfectly, and you have a certain knack of letting the music tell the story along with your lyrics and voice. The songs, these two songs, The Field Where I Watch You Ride, Flickering Headlights Lead the Way, these have been bouncing around your head or just they've been bouncing around for a few years, right? You wrote these a while back.
1: Yeah, I, so I wrote a bunch of songs in 2015 and uh, it, it wasn't like the world's greatest year for me. So uh, I, one of my best friends is an old bandmate of mine named Dave Callahan. And Dave and I sort of bounce back and forth because he lives in uh, Uppsala, Sweden, so I'll go play shows there and then he'll come play shows here. And uh, I had these songs and I was talking to him about them and I was like, I don't know, man, I, I don't know if I could like sing this stuff. And he's like, well, play some of them for me. So I did. And he was like, you got to change the words to this stuff, man. He's like, you can't, you can't do this. It's like too, he's like, you need to make it a little bit, uh, a little bit less vicious and just, you know, go home and think about them. So I did, you know, and uh I sort of I kept the music and sort of started to reframe the words a little bit, and uh, I, I did that. You know, that flickering headlights illuminate the way. But the song <laughs> "The Field Where I Watched You Ride" is great. Uh, I had it for fifteen years, and so and it's
0: just now seeing the lighter day.
1: Yes, uh, Dave and I, with his wife, had a band called uh, Stroby Alliance for a little bit, and it was sort of like a weird kind of hippie folk rock band and I, we were having a rehearsal one day and he was like, you have any new songs? And I said, yeah, man, I have this song. And he's like, well, play it for me. And so I played him the music and he's like, do you have any words? And I was like, yeah, I have like two lines, but I have a title. And he's like, well, what's the title? And I was like, it's called The Field Where I Watched You Die. <laughs> he said, no, absolutely not, no. He was like, there's no way I would, you would ever say that in conversation, so no, you're gonna change that. And I was like, okay, what am I changing it to? And he was like, you're going to change it to the field where I watched you ride. And I was like, yeah, okay, I can, I can get down with that, you know. The so field where I, had, I watched
0: you die, you are a dark, dark <laughs> dude.
1: <laughs> he was like, you don't even listen to metal, what's your problem? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, so I had that, and uh, I could never really get it, get it together. And, and, I, and it was always like in the back of my mind, okay, I really, I like the music, I really like the opening line, and then like the whole thing came to me in a dream last fall and I'm, that's not even a joke like i got up and wrote it down and that's the song and i call i, I wrote him i emailed him when i wrote I, when i finished it and i was like dave i finished that song he was like that one from 15 years ago you finally finished it i was like yeah man
0: you're deliberate yeah you it's done you're like, thorough. Okay. You finish it. so what, what's the strategy here are do you not have these songs finished are you finishing them as you go or are they done and you're just staggering them through September
1: they're finished and I'm just staggering them um I kind of feel like at this stage especially where we are now it's best in small increments you know here's two songs add them to your playlist you know listen to them enjoy the two and then you know in a couple weeks I come out with another two and a couple weeks later, I'll come out with another two, and then you could, you know, you could slowly work yourself into it. It's a pretty dark record, so it's like it's it's better in small increments.
0: Well, that's good show business strategy, right there. Leave them wanting more. They hear two songs, they want more. Yeah, Got to wait, gotta wait thirty days. Gotta wait. <laughs> Those are the rules. Yeah. So you recorded these songs. I, I love just the idea of this. You recorded in various locations by the Chicago River, in a barn in Wisconsin, on your back porch different places that certainly give different vibes to the recording session and to you as a musician
1: oh absolutely uh so isotope makes this thing called Spire. actually here it is it's right here you can see it it's this thing right here
0: okay that's and cool this,
1: yeah it's really it's like the modern day cassette four track but it records bluetooth to your phone and i was kind of skeptical about
0: bluetooth Wait, hold it hold it up again that's so star trek that's so cool
1: i know right it's great look at it it's, been, it's like it's so small and like, it, it has like 16 gig memory just on the device itself and then it records to your phone it's so great yeah um and i was i was super excited to have it and the like the recording quality is fantastic on it like i i, I tell people now man like if i can give you any recommendation for gear get one of those it's yeah, I mean, it's it's like the best money you'll spend, and they're not too expensive either.
0: And highly portable.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, and so, like, I like the idea of being in a certain place, and and you like the sounds, and just record there. You know, it doesn't have to be at a expensive studio, or you know, you don't have to set up a super expensive studio at your house. I mean, you take one of these things and get a nice recording, and then bring the tracks in and do what you want with them. And th- and that's kind of what I did. You know.
0: And And that's the secret, isn't it? I mean, the the rules are different. I mean, people are more forgiving. You don't have to have that super high gloss production. Authenticity is every bit as important.
1: Yeah. Especially for me too. Like, I don't think anyone goes into listening to my songs and they're like, this is going to be some sort of, you know, sonic, you know, new experience. It's like, I'm not, I mean, I can play synthesizer, but I'm not really that good at it. So, I mean, you get, you know, you get your acoustic guitars and a little bit of vibe, you know, uh, I kind of like that.
0: Let's talk a little Tim Larson history. You played for a while in the Drovers, which if people don't know, long running Celtic rock band in Chicago. When did you start playing with them?
1: Uh, I started in 97. Um, they got me kind of out of high school and it was, it was, I kind of stalked my way into the band. You know, I uh, I took uh, violin lessons from the violin player And then I became their intern and they were looking for another guitar player one day and they were like, do you know our songs? And I was like, yeah, I know them. And they're like, all right, great. You're in the band. So
0: (laughs) Right place, right time.
1: Yeah, totally. I joined after they were in those movies, Blink and Backdraft. Right, right. right.
0: But still, you got got some of the afterglow there. You're there Uh, for the afterglow years.
1: It was really cool. Like uh, People have a college experience, you know, like you go off to college and... You know, you meet a bunch of people and figure out who you are. Well, I like commuted to college. I went to UIC and I grew up in Bridgeport, so like my college experience was touring with the Drovers. You know, and being with like being around a bunch of art weirdos all the time—it was great.
0: That is fantastic. So let's go back to the darkness that is you, Tim Larson. Oh, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of people who write dark subject matter do it just because it's a catharsis in their everyday life. They're living life like. You know, a Tom Hanks movie, a happy-go-lucky type lifestyle. Other people who write dark lyrics are legitimately dark AF, as the kids say, uh, in their daily lives. Where do you fall? Are you generally dark, or is this just a release?
1: This is a release. Um, so I always... It's, it's a release. It's like, uh, instead of having to spend a bunch of money on therapy, I just write songs. And, you know, and once it's out, then it's out. You know, I, I try not to dwell on them too much. You know, I, I had put out a record in 2011 that was about the uh, the downfall of the economy, and it was really like a tough record to play for a long time. Just I'm like,
0: just glad everything's better now.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> better now. Right? Um, but yeah, it, it's just it, it's it's a release for me more than anything else. You know, I I don't I try not to be a dark person generally because. I don't know, that's uh, really fun to hang out with. I don't know. Maybe, company, I completely get it. I not enjoy the misery.
0: <laughs> I, I, can, I completely get it. I mean, what I create isn't dark. It's a, it's a podcast, for God's sakes. But recreationally, I love horror. I love all manner of horror movies, horror concepts. Dark stuff doesn't faze me. And I, I get asked a similar question, like, how can you watch that? Are you Are you okay? But it's a release. This is... Just how I, I let go.
1: Yeah. I Amy mean, Lou Harris has a great quote, and it was it's this. She said, I can play happy songs, I just prefer the sad ones. And I'm like, that's fantastic, right? <laughs> it's, it's great.
0: Well, all right. So let's talk about that slab of darkness you put out in 2014 then. Oh, okay. The album, yeah. the album Varger. Very dramatic sounding stuff. And I mentioned earlier how you use music to help tell the story. There's a song on that album, "Dark Outside." It just bashes around. It's this restless song, and the angst that I feel comes from the music more than anything else. The the arrangement of the song.
1: Yeah, it was me trying to update Chicago blues, honestly, for like a darker scene, um, and the drummer. On it is it, he's a phenomenal musician and he really, really, really brought out the vibe of that. I mean, he's uh, he's a great musician and he just really is. His name is Ryan Durden and like he just got it. You know, he just bashed it out and I. It really. I didn't want to get too, you know, like one thing I really don't like is like super long guitar solos or anything like that. It's you know, it's keep it simple, keep it chaotic and just you know that that that's probably enough you know it's it's dark it's weird uh it was about the end of a relationship so there you got i mean you got it's got it all there uh-huh. <laughs> okay.
0: all right so moving forward with you tim larson hmm. two songs are out they're streamable we can enjoy them wherever flickering headlights lead the way the field where i watched you ride not die right uh, you can listen to those and then every month through September, we get new stuff from you. It's this, giving us just enough to pull us through to the next month. You're yeah, threading us along.
1: Yeah the uh, the next song, the next two. Uh, this one song is called "Whisper Your Name," and the other one is called "Are You Real." And uh, "Whisper Your Name" is kind of kind of bluesy, kind of swanzy. Uh, "Are You Real" is kind of like a David Lynch movie. So it's I believe that. Yeah,
0: right. I, I, I believe that that is something that would come from you. Yeah, it's, sonically.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, I, I'm I'm pretty excited. About I when I was recording a lot of this stuff, I wanted to have like a different. Um, I do this a lot. Sometimes I like to write music on an instrument that I don't play, so I'll like buy like a cheap instrument and be like, okay, well, I'm gonna write this song on lap steel guitar. So here's how it's gonna go, or like I'll start on a drum machine or like, I'll create a loop from, I like to do field recording. So I'll like do some, especially, and like I do road construction, it's like the best field recording. So I'll like create a loop and be like, okay, well this is how the song, I'm gonna use this to create the song. And uh, you know, I just sort of go from there and see where it goes. You know, it, it, I like it. It's a, it's, it's a weird way of doing things and sitting down and being like, okay, well I'm just gonna chunk out some you know, cowboy chords on
0: the acoustic guitar. I, I, I love your sound. It's, I, I I hate trying to categorize it, but there's Americana, there's goth, there's country, there's blues. It's all present if you dig enough in there. It's it's American music, really. Thank you. Oh. I, I appreciate that. And I, I want to thank, uh, we've been on Facebook Live as we've been recording. I want to thank Pilot Pete, Pilot Pete, Chris, Natalie, Dan, Maxton, Stephanie, Amy, Michael, Lauren, Mark, Jim, Glenn, and Denise for all watching. I appreciate that. Pablo, uh, who also just joined. I am going to stop the Facebook Live. Thank you for watching there if you have been watching. And uh, here we go. That's it. Thank you for doing this.
1: No problem.